Jesus used to ask his friends, who do you say I am, right? And I think the invitation here is, is that, you know, for us to get quiet with ourselves on a walk or, you know, by the lake or whatever, wherever we do quiet and say, you know, who am I? Am I what my mother says I am? am I, you know, because sometimes the family of origin issues can be uh, uh, blunting our access to God's grace. Um, or am I who God says I am? And, uh, and just to latch on to that. But God says some wonderful things about who we are. This is Four People with Bishop Rob Wright. Welcome to Four People with Bishop Rob Wright. I'm your host, Melissa Rao, and this is a conversation inspired by Four Faith, a weekly devotion sent out every Friday. You can find a link to this week's Four Faith and a link to subscribe in the episode's description. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning. You titled this week's devotion, Enough, and it's based off of Psalm 34. And to me, Psalm 34 is really, uh, it, it, it's, it's a message and praise for deliverance from trouble. <laughs> yeah. And and so I, I skimmed the whole Psalm and I'm like, okay, but where's the enough thing? And so <laughs> yeah, tell us what's on your mind today. Well, it's been on my mind for a while, actually. Um, you know, like everybody else, uh, you know, I'm listening to the media. I'm listening to the news. I'm watching my phone. I'm skimming Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I mean, just like everybody else, I'm reading the newspapers, et cetera. And I'm, I'm noticing something in popular culture. I'm noticing, and maybe it's always been there. I'm noticing that we're talking about being enough. I'm hearing uh, wives and husbands and uh, young people talk about being enough. If you do a little bit of a search, you can find websites, you can find TED Talks about, you know, being enough. And, uh, you know, as I say in the meditation, um, that, that concerns me. Uh, and it concerns me because, you know, do we really need you know, one more invitation to lifelong insecurity? Do we really need, you know, you know, one more invitation to a perpetual sort of emotional and spiritual torment? Uh, and, you know, that's the funny thing about reading the Bible, living with scripture for a while, is, is that you, you listen to the popular culture, you know, through a particular ear. And uh, when you read the Psalms and other parts of the scriptures, you listen to Jesus talk. You, you know that we have something to say back to these ideas, that these ideas are just a sort of refreshed version of vanity um, and, uh, and, and, and really a, um, a functioning atheism. Uh, and what I mean by that is, 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 I'm sure you'll ask, what I mean by that is, is that whoever said we were enough and by, by what measure and who gets the measure, right? Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. Um, ever since Hamilton came out, the musical, <laughs> with themes of enough and being satisfied. Yeah. Um, I've never actually, I've never really um, identified well with that statement because I'm like, I don't know that I just want to be enough. Um, I think I get the sentiment. Yeah, sure. Right. It's really, it's really about confidence and all that stuff, but I don't want to just be enough. 
I want to be more than enough. Well, God bless you, uh, you know, <laughs> for, for being more than enough. What I what I worry about what I worry about is um, is, is is somehow implicit in the idea of enough is uh, that I have no insufficiencies, that I have no inadequacies. Um, you know that that's what concerns me. Um, and, and when we when we think that a reality is possible, you know, beyond human frailty, then we sort of abandon, you know, at, at least what we think we know about being a human, which is uh, the best of us are flawed. Right. Uh, the best of us are partial, uh, you know, uh, graces and talents are given in uneven proportions. Right. I mean, uh, or portions rather. So so what I like about what the Bible has to say back to ideas that emerge in popular culture is, is something that I think is deeper and solid. So, so if I'm always aspiring for it to be enough or even more than enough, you know, first of all, who gets to measure by what measure? Um, and is there peace in that or is there a constant churning? Uh, and, and so don't get me wrong. I'm for excellence. I'm for getting up early. I'm for getting it done. I'm for, you know, uh, a life, life work balance that uh, is, uh, is health uh, at home and uh, achievement at work. I'm, I'm for all of that. But I just I, I think the scripture wants to help us call out um, our tendencies uh, to be out of balance, uh, to be. Uh, you know, as one friend of mine used to say, out over our skis. You know, I've never skied a day in my life, but I get the image, you know. Um, and so and so what I want to say in this meditation is, is first and, first and foremost, I want to say that um, as far as we can tell, no human being is enough. Mm-hmm. There right. is always room for growth. There's always room for learning. Um, uh, and uh, the best place to take our our um, our partialness uh, is to the God of enough. Well, that's really smart because the last I think the last line of of Psalm thirty four really sums all the rest of it up. It says, "The Lord redeems the life of servants. None of those who take refuge in Him will be condemned." So, can you talk a little bit more about being enough versus taking refuge in God? Well, I, maybe I, I think I think what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to say the only enoughness that we're going to experience is when we take our partial our partialness to God's enoughness. I think I think that is the interdependent um, created order that will give the rest. It's it's funny to me that when I'm writing these things. Uh, you know, I'm working hard on them, and sometimes I never know where I will land. I mean, I'm on a journey with the thing, and and it landed with rest. And I think that's what my concern is: is that that you know, with this constant image, mean, Bob Marley says that uh, you know, this is a world of lifelong insecurities. And and you know, is that the best we have to offer? And does God have anything to offer? You know, other than that, that's what I'm interested in. And and. You know, as I said in the meditation, the collected wisdom of men and women, innumerable men and women down through the millennia, seem to think that the best usage or the best place for our fragmentation, our, our, the fragments of our lives, is to throw it 
uh, in the direction of the enough God and, and have the enough God actually help us to even see the beauty, right, in our, uh, in our weaknesses uh, and in our wounds and actually to make something of them that is good for, you know, the community. That's the other part of it that I want to say about this obsession with individual enoughness is that it's individual enoughness, mm. right? And so it, it, it seems like what we're just trying to do is be these, you know, encapsulated individual little icons of perfection. And, you know, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> I, what, I, what I think I trust more is, is that uh, uh, I find a way and you find a way and we find a way together to live with uh, my benefits and my deficiencies in relationship with your benefits and your deficiencies. And somehow God stirs up that pot and makes something that's good for more than you and me. And, and I think that's a better idea of community rather than these little, you know, siloed, you know, uh, not quite uh, uh, fleshly human beings. Uh, it, it worries me. And I'll tell you, it really worries me when I think about, you know, our teenagers, you know, uh, if, if, if the, the North star, um, and, you know, social media helps us along with these, you know, perfect photographs and the perfect makeup and perfect bodies and all this sort of stuff. And then, you know, I think a constant diet of that will send us spiraling. And here is God saying, I created you in my image, you know, those hips, those eyes, that nose, those earlobes, those hands, that height. Uh, here's God saying, you know, I can use all of that. Uh, and I, I think that's what I want people to talk about more is God's enoughness. Love it. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that after a short break. Hi, listeners. Thank you for listening to Four People a space of digital evangelism. You can keep up with us on Instagram and Facebook at Bishop Rob Wright. And now back to four people. Welcome back to four people. Bishop, I'm, I'm curious about the goal then. So yeah. what's our goal? If, if our goal is not to be enough or maybe enough is not possible with or without, I, I'm not, quite sure. What, what should we be striving toward? Well, I think, I, I think it is, I think it is. I mean, I'm working it through myself. I haven't got it all figured out, but I, I think it is to uh, discover and develop the capacity that God has given you. I think that is what it is. I think it, it is understanding that I am an amalgam of, of, uh, of grit, and grace. I am an amalgam of strengths and weaknesses and trying to figure out what the golden thread through that is uh, and how to offer that to the world. I think that's what the goal is, is, is that, um, you know, I remember uh, at a, I'll be very vulnerable here with you. I remember uh, in college uh, just trying to figure out, you know, what life was going to be. I had finished five years of the Navy. I was putting myself through college. I was working three jobs uh, and then uh, if, if that wasn't enough, then comes this sort of cloud of who is God and who am I? I mean, I was like, you know, I'm a little bit busy God right now for this, you know. So, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I uh, you know, 
I, I got to, I mean, I'm old school, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, the kind of prayers you need to be praying are on your knees at your bedside. And uh, I just remember being on my knees on my bedside saying, hey, God, you know, that's the way I pray. <laughs> hey, man, I need some help. here." <laughs> and I remember saying to myself, you know, God, I have a uh, I like people. Uh, I, I have a big mouth. I can talk. Uh, and I'm not afraid. Mm. And I don't know what you can do with that, but I'm offering that to you. Now, there's a lot I didn't have. Right. In fact, the list of what I don't have is pretty long, <laughs> but I, I, I offered it, you know, in our book of common prayer, we call that oblation. That's the prayer. It's a genre of prayer. It's oblations. It's I've done an audit, done some inventory. This is who I think I am. And I'm, I'm offering it to you. I don't know quite what to do with it, but maybe you do. That's what I'm talking about. I don't really even know what to do with me now. And so, you know, after these many years after that prayer, and so I think it's a perpetual state of offering what we think we know about ourselves to God's enoughness. Uh, you know, this is why I like St. Paul so much in uh, Ephesians, the third chapter. God can do infinitely, abundantly more than I can ask or imagine, according to the faith at work in us. And so I think the, this whole idea about enough is, is that, Maybe our idea of our enough is limited by our limited imagination. And so I want to trust a God who has more imagination, according to St. Paul's, than I could ever ask or imagine. And so I'm worried that if I use my bar for where enough should be, if I'll miss God's mark, I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, I'll settle, I'll settle for a burger and fries when God had, you know, <laughs> God had, uh, you know, steak and, you know, filet mignon caviar for me. I'm, I'm worried about that. And so I don't want to be my own God and my own vision be my whole life. I want to access God's vision uh, for my life. And I think that's what I mean by God is enough. Okay. So what, what kind of message might you have though, for people who, who don't feel adequate, who don't feel um, worthy of doing the work with God or have God work through them or, you know, people who feel overwhelmed or maybe intimidated by the whole notion that they are to be used by God. Yeah. yeah it's a big struggle. I mean, especially when people get down into this whole notion of worthiness and deserving and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I think one of the 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 pieces that we're talking about here are implicit in what we're talking about here is, um, you know, who gets to say what you are. So, so I, I think that this is, this is why we have to, maybe a prayer is God help me to see myself as you see me. Right. I, I think, you know, so this notion of worthiness is, is really sort of uh, is really sort of uh, a vanity turned inside out. Right. It, it is, is that, you know, it's pridefulness. It's I get, I'm saying I'm not worthy, but God has said you're worthy. Now, who gets to win the argument? Right. So if you are made in God's image, called according to God's purpose, made, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made, as Scripture says, right, from your head top, from the from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Right. God is saying, you are my beloved. You are my child. I mean, it, you know, we've got to figure out why we don't want to believe that. We've got to decide whose voice we are listening to first and foremost. Worship really is. I have decided to ascribe maximum worship, worth-ship, 
to this person these words. And so worship is, I am who God says I am, right? I am not who, who Vogue magazine says I am, right? I am not what, you know, uh, you, we think about our own country. Uh, for a long time, you know, women were limited from full access to the demo- to democratic process. And so thank God for the su- those uh, suffragettes who said, no, 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 no. I am who God says I am. I am female. I am wonderfully made. I have memory, reason, and skill. I have capacity, and I ought to be participating in the democratic process, et cetera. So, so when you look back at history, it is the people who decided to believe God, you know, what God said about who they were, who have made the difference in the world. Uh, and so that's what I would say is like, who, who do you say you are? I mean, <laughs> Jesus used to ask his friends, who do you say I am? Right. And I think the invitation here is, is that, you know, for us to get quiet with ourselves on a walk or, you know, by the lake or whatever, wherever we do quiet and say, you know, who am I? Am I what my mother says I am? am you know, because sometimes the family of origin issues can be uh, uh, blunting our access to God's grace. Um, or am I who God says I am? And, uh, and just to latch on to that. But God says some wonderful things about who we are. Uh, and I think when we go there, the enough means, you know, am I talking enough to God? Am I deciding that God, uh, you know, am I letting the fact that God loves me penetrate my life enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the enough I want to talk about. Well, and then clearly there there needs to be a bit of competency then too in what scripture says, God says. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, they got this they got this new thing. I don't know if you have it there where you are. It's called Google. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if I ever I don't know that I always trust the Google. Well, well, here's, what, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. A lot of people have done some of this work for you. Uh, I mean, we could we could do some searching about what the Bible says about, you know, who are we? I mean, you know, there's this wonderful and, and certainly there are there are um, books. And, and if we want to not trust the Internet as much, but there are wonderful resources that can just help us to get some of these verses, uh, you know, you know, in our consciousness so we can begin to think about them. Look, I, I recognize that, you know, the average person, if they go to church, if they go to church, is only in church an hour, hour and a half. And I, and I recognize that, you know, whatever you're getting for an hour and a half in, in many times, you know, many times is no match for what you're, you know, what you're getting the other, you know, six and three quarter days, right? Six and seven, eight days or whatever it is. And so I think we have got to just, we've got to watch our diet. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, uh, what are you feeding yourself? Who are you allowing uh, to feed you? What are those messages? Uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll sound like an old prude here now. And, and you know, what, what worries me a lot about the music that I listen to right now that the young people are listening to is that it's crass. Uh, and, uh, and, and when I mean crass, it's not that it's just not my taste. Uh, it is the messages have, have really, you know, the messages are you're a thing, you're a brand, um, you know, you're, you're, you're a consumer at base. Um, and you're not these other things, uh, which is you are human, right? You're made in God's image. You have dignity and worth. Um, you know, you, you are, uh, that sex is a gift given from God uh, and you are not limited to your genitalia. Um, you know, so, so I worry about, you know, that constant diet 
of, 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 of uh, foolishness that people are ingesting. And, you know, I, I have to say this, too, while I'm on this subject. Uh, maybe I'll get myself in trouble here. It's ironic to me that at these music awards, the, the people who sort of who sort of uh, uh, call this sort of demeaning, uh, these demeaning words art, when they win the award, they stand up and say, thank God. And I think, I think God is saying, don't thank me, baby. I didn't write that. <laughs> uh, look, we're getting off the track here. What, I, what I'm trying to say is it, it, in God, there is enough to know about yourself that will give you peace, that will give you a sense of wholeness that the world cannot give. What the world will give is this constant gerbil wheel. And the only way we can find our way into something that feels like still waters and green pastures, according to Psalm 23, is when I know that I'm in you, that, that is, I'm, I'm in God, and that God is somehow working through all of the unevenness and even some of the shards of my life uh, to bring me peace and to benefit the world. Well, thank you, Bishop. It's never enough speaking with you. (laughs) (laughs) And listeners, we're grateful to you for listening to Four People. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bishop Rob Wright. Please subscribe, leave a review, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye.